Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki. Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel. Pitchies chipped in. Great to have our Tasmanian friend Pitchy on the line. Awesome listening gentleman. He's out fishing yesterday, uh, living the good life down there in Tassie, I reckon. Race seven is the Markovina, the better vet, Markovina free-for-all. Pete uh, Gath doesn't have a drive in this race. I suppose Andy's the closest connection to the great Markovina. It's a race, Dan, that we've had some really tricky ones that look really hard to work out, but this race just looks a bit simpler, doesn't it? Supreme Dominator should lead. AG's White Sox has been racing really well. The re- There's a few other horses that, that are going really well. Curly James, however, Bulletproof Boy, Tango yeah. with Sierra. Obviously, he's going to get a good run on, on the map that Supreme Dominator leads. But if you told me I had to have one horse all night to tip that would definitely win, I'd probably settle on Supreme Dominator as my absolute best. It's amazing to think, you know, we talk about picket fences. Well, effectively, Outlaw <laughs> Man's got the Great Wall of China, and it's $18. Um, it's extraordinary, up-in-class, different barrier draw, but... I, I like Supreme Dominator. I wasn't hell-bent on him leading because I thought AG's White Sox would be a lovely horse to sit behind um, as well. So either way, Supreme Dominator can win this race. I, I must admit, though, um, last time he finished last of eight, I, I would have liked to have just seen a little yeah, more. Yeah, um, His first up run was good, needed the run. Last time... I wasn't so sure. He was out the back in a race that didn't necessarily suit him. But, um, look, I, I was I'm more willing to forgive because he's got a better gait. And James Herbertson, I reckon he'll get an opportunity if he wants to really dig up to try to hold AG's White Sox or just simply take the trail. AG's White Sox is a quick beginner and settle uh, behind him and get a comfortable run. So either way, I think... Uh, James and Supreme Dominator are going to be well-placed here. Uh, He's not really the horse that is often on the pegs and getting a good run. I think he gets that opportunity to do it. So one on top. Um, I I think Bulletproof Boys, well, he's never really going badly, is he? And even in that Horsham Cup, which was, I don't know, I found it a bit of an odd race, um, the way it turned out. And he still wasn't beaten that far, but... The run prior was terrific. He beats Supreme Dominator before that in a small field. He's got such a good burst of speed. He'll go around at good odds again. He's not the sort of horse you can let go around at those odds. AG's White Sox and Curly James, obviously, in the mix as well. So 1-7-3-5. Yeah, well, obviously, I've settled on Supreme Dominator, I think. If he's right, Herbie will hold the front. If Joe Pay says this horse is, you know, third up and we're as happy as can be with him, he'll hold the front, James. He'll take all uh, chance out of it because what if AG's White Sox leads and hands up to Curly James or Helver or something? Herbie won't want that, So, and neither will Joe Pay. So I think if the horse is spot on, he'll hold the front, and I expect he'll do that. Uh, got him on top. AG's White Sox was terrific in the, the Horsham Cup. There's three runners come out of the Horsham Cup in this. He was the first home of them. He ran third. Helva ran fourth. And uh, Bulletproof Boy ran eighth. Uh, I've got Curly James in for third. Was was just an astonishing run, really, when you go back and look at it when it ran that third to Dullaby Dynamite and Radius. Really good in the breakthrough series when it ran sixth and second from back row draws. It won a Cobram Cup. We'll talk to Dave Moran. I just want to hear that the horse 
has pulled up really well from that run. I think it's a couple of weeks ago now. So he's had a little a little break between runs, which I'm happy about. I just, it just the draw just didn't really jump out at me. The five, I'm just not sure where he'll set. He'll have to do a little bit of work in running. And number six, Halliver's really maturing into a nice horse. Had a great chat with John Justice after the Horsham Cup. And John said, I wish there was Stan Starts around. He's just a terrific Stan Start horse. Not sure how. Well, he'll have to go into state then, won't he? Yeah, I'm not sure how John knows that because I'm not sure when he does a stand start with him. He might do them at home or something. And I said to him, you know, oh, there's a $100,000 stand at Redcliffe. And he's always lit up, you know, and he, <laughs> he lit up, I said, in the winter carnival. And he said, oh, I'll have to have a look at that. And I said, holiday. Yeah, I said to him, you could have a couple of weeks up there as a holiday and, and uh, leave the team behind forever to look after. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it all started sounding really good to John. <laughs> so off the, just the way he looked there, though, I think he's a nice horse, however, and John's really happy with him. It's just a... He's been crueled by barrier draws. He just never seems to get a good draw. He's on the inside second row or six or seven of late. So I don't think that's helped him. And somehow, Dan, I've left Bulletproof Boy out, which is a cardinal sin in these races because he could easily run top two. Tangoing with Sierra could get the run of the race. She could certainly place as well. And, well, yeah, Outlaw Man, he's won... He's won his last seven and six of those he led on. He led in, and yeah, he's up in classes. Amazing. You would rarely see a horse win so many in a row, go around at 18s and 3.30. And if it, to be truthful, he's probably unders, if anything. Uh, let's. That is the race seven, the Marca Vita free for all. Great little uh, free for all race. I like those little free for all races. Race eight, the Allied Express Trot and another race where there's a few key players, Sir Patrick. It was a funny run last week. He came so fast and hard, and then he died on his run. Marengo Bay's been ultra consistent. Anywhere Hugo was a bit of an eye catcher at Ballarat. He galloped out, made a, lost a lot of ground. He made up a lot of ground, and he finished with a lot of these others that are in this race. Golden Sunset flashed home last start, but has a very tricky draw. Uh, Elder Baron Huey was really impressive last time when he led and won, but it was in slow time. Royal Charlotte's been racing much more consistently. Dan, there's lots of options here for you. Yeah, there is. Um, I'm probably too many. Not, he says. Yeah, well, there is. I mean, I probably gonna. Well, I'm gonna settle on the the two favourites, but you know, it's not the sort of. I'd want to be going wider with a few other chances come the last leg of the big six or or the quaddy. Um. Marengo Bay's just got a a short enough sprint, you know. It's not a, a, a sprint that sort of lasts more than four hundred meters, which is adequate to keep earning checks. And it's probably the right uh, better for him that he's running well and being placed in races rather than winning them and just charging through the classes, which mm-hmm. is what he looked like he was going to do. Mm. Um, because he loomed up last start and then tipsy-turvy was just much too strong, but he's drawn the back row. This is three starts in a row. Barrier nine, back row behind Anywhere Hugo. Maybe not that bad a draw. Might be in front of a pair or two, and that might suit him. Look, um, he's my top pick, not without a lot of confidence. I think Sir Patrick, even though it's a wide draw front line, it might be a better draw, and he's fitter. I think he just needed that other run last time. Mm. So um, put him in the mix anywhere Hugo uh, He's getting on a bit. Um, he wins a few and far between, but he's dropping back in class. So 
a uh, bit of a D-Day for him, but I think he can perform well with that good gait. Uh, on his history and, and performances, he, he probably should be drawing the second line, so it's got to be an advantage for him uh, drawn the front line and uh, and Elder Baron Huey. So, I look, I'm pretty much... they Is that order of... I think it's order of favouritism I've gone, but I, I'm... There are other horses that I'm not convinced I can put into my top four, like a, a Naked Ambition, Golden Sunset through the draw, um, maybe even a Royal Charlotte who was okay last start but looked like she was dropping out at the 400. Um, look, there are cases you can make. Uh, maybe we're overlooking the obvious. Maybe there's just three key chances, nine, seven, two, and I threw in the four for fourth. All right. Well, I settled on Sir Patrick. I'm a big fan of this horse, and oh, I'm not sure where he settles in the run. I'm just picking him on the basis that he's the best horse in the race uh, with the great man Mark Hayes on board. Forgive his Kilmore run. He just, he just fighting out a bit towards the end. Last time, I think he'll have a more sustained sprint this time for a little bit further, and he might just wait that little bit longer if he's coming from back in the field. Over the nine, Marengo Bay, who's just racing terrifically consistent. I thought the one made a killing, might have got under a few people's guards. Uh, one back in uh, July at Maryborough. It's next three starts. It started off 50 metres behind, 40 metres behind, and gate six at Melton. And the figure form doesn't look great for uh, this horse. It ran... Well, figure form is better than its mobile form. 776. Yeah, its mobile form's not great, which is of concern. But it's two runs back from a spell haven't been too bad. It ran seventh, beaten a fair way by Shawnee, but obviously needed that run. It then ran fifth off 20 metres behind to Travel Bug. Now... It's if Travel Bug was in this race, it would be, you know, probably favourite. I would have thought it'd be very close to. If it was drawn gate one, I would expect it to win this by about fifteen or twenty metres. So I just think it's going to get a really soft run made of killing. It might be able to boot through at the start if it gets away safely and soundly and hand up to Elder Baron Huey. And I just thought it could be one at a little bit of value. I probably wouldn't want any less than what it is, $16.350. Must be respected with AJ and Bo Tyndale, who then I just, I'll come back to that in a sec, but I'll ask you a question about them uh, in a second. And I had Elder Baron Huey in for fourth place. I just think he'll cross and lead. And he's got a great record in front, Elder Baron Huey. His last five times he's led, he's now won four of them, and he ran second to Elder Baron Zeus in the other one. Uh, AJ and Bo Tyndale, the best horse they've got going around at the moment. Can you name it, Dan? Um, Trip. No, set. It sounds like you know, and I've probably semi-forgotten. They had that brutally handsome, the horse that was named after you there, that was probably heading towards the best of their horses, but go on. No, no, he's, he's, I reckon he's, I've seen him win six races on three nights at Melton. Uh, the last three times I've been at Melton, I've seen this horse win six races, some of them by about 50, uh, 80 metres. I know where you're coming from now. <laughs> and uh, does their son, uh, Cohen... Cohen, um, yes, yes. Drive the horse? Yeah, he does. He's killing it in the pony trots. It's... That... I made reference, I think, uh, even last week, that if they lined him up in one of the uh, <laughs> uh, races on the on the actual program, he's going well enough that he'd, he'd probably start favourite. So you're right. Well, he might be in Buddy this, Major. Buddy Major, that's his name. He, he might be in this race, and if he does it at 500 to 1, you could nearly have a dollar each way on him. Oh, no doubt. I think I would. It's the right sort of race <laughs> where you'd be tempted to do that, wouldn't you? And it's the culmination of the... Correct. Uh, Pony Trot Championship tomorrow night. And, and Cohen Tyndale has pretty much got an unbeatable lead. He would have to not complete the course in Darcy Fisher um, to uh, to win. 
uh, for Cohen to not take that title. And um, look, his trotter is, like you said, is absolutely flying at the moment. So they've had a great run with their feature pony trot races, but the culmination of that championship pony trot series is tomorrow night at Melton. Let's get to the 11.30 news. We'll get hold of David Moran. He'll be on his way to Wagga. Uh, so we should be able to nestle in for a good chat for a good uh, 10 or 12 minutes with David Moran. The 11.30 news, back the other side.